welcome to Based on a Feeling. My name is Rochelle and thank you for listening. Today we're getting into the creative behind the podcast, me, myself, and I. And before we get into the episode, I just have to shout out this tea that I'm drinking this evening. It's called Coconut Ginger and it's from this place called um transcending teas and y'all this tea is absolutely amazing um and I don't even like coconut like that I don't like coconut at all but the aroma of this tea is so tropical it just feels like a vacation (laughs) I know that sounds weird but that's what it feels like that's what it it smells like um and it has like a coconut taste but it's not overpowering and the ingredients in the tea are red rubos i'm not sure if i'm saying that word right so forgive me cinnamon ginger almond flakes black pepper coconut chips and cardamom Um, And it also says some of the benefits are helping to improve your allergies and aiding in your digestive tract. Also, this isn't sponsored. Um, I just love tea. So I just wanted to share what I've been drinking. So yeah, get you some coconut ginger tea, you know, if you're into teas. And going into the episode, talking about tea reminds me of friendships and (laughs) stay with me, but the tea kettle that I put the loose leaf tea in is actually from one of my really good friends. Um, She bought that for me as a birthday gift and y'all it just feels so good to have friends that will buy you things that align with who you are not only will they buy you things that align with who you are it's because they align with you as well and it's such a beautiful thing um that i have i don't think i really experienced um like a deep healthy loving relationship like the friendships that I have now and I can say like it feels really good because I feel like I can be open with who I am and they will listen they will understand my perspective like it's such a a healthy mature uh, relationship and it just feels so good to have those So get you some friends that align with who you are because, goodness, it will change your life. (laughs) Something else that I wanted to talk about was my relationship with perfection because when I really think about it I want to say I want to be honest with myself 
and say that I can be somewhat of a, of a perfectionist and what I realized is perfection is the death to starting something like I for instance I have recorded this episode a few times and it's out of fear that it's not good enough you know and I want to be as authentic and real as I can be on this show and so (laughs) I felt like at times it was feeling very rehearsed which I didn't want so I think that's one of the reasons that I kept re-recording but mainly perfectionism because it will really pull you out of starting something and perfection is really an illusion you know I think a lot of us know that but to practice the opposite of perfection is what is going to be the hard part you know and I think I'm at a period in my life where I just want to be I just want to be who I am and you know hopefully it's enough hope I mean if it's not then it's just not you know and that just means that I'm being pulled somewhere else or my alignment needs to be you know somewhere else so I say fuck perfection you know and just do it anyway you know I have to tell myself that every day just do it anyway um because that's what the journey is it's learning relearning unlearning and finding a process that ultimately works for you and I think that's the most important part you know what works for you so my creative journey started back in the ninth grade when I started taking dance classes at my high school and that became the thing I enjoyed most in life (laughs) at that age um, all the way through high school and at the time I just wanted to learn as much as I could about dance I wanted to be the best I could be at it and that's all I did and then comes time to pick a college and a major um, for college and one of the most interesting conversations I remember having was with my mom and the high school counselor and she was asking me what I wanted to go to school for and I told her dance and she said are you sure you want to go to college for dance because you know this might just be a hobby and I said 
no, I want to go to college for dance. And my mom sat next to me and said, if that's what she wants to go to school for, that's what she can go to school for. And I think in that moment, it felt really nice to have the support of my mom. It's just been a beautiful journey, I would say, overall in dance. Um, But anyways, we'll get there. So so I get into the dance program and now I'm dancing. I'm coming from high school where your teacher is choreographing for everyone. And it's not like an audition process where you're in it, you're in it, but you're not, you know, it, it, it was never like that. And so coming from that environment, going into college where they're looking for something specific and you may or may not have it. And if you don't have it, then you're not performing. Um, and I think at first it really was a blow to my confidence and I believe one of the reasons why dance wasn't as successful as I would have wanted it to be in college was because I was still trying to connect with my body I didn't really know who I was or I wasn't in tune with my body during that time and it wasn't until after college when I started taking the pole dance classes that I realized a big part of me being successful in dance is being connected to my body in ways that will help me communicate the message that I'm trying to say. I was just going to be the best at what I was doing and people were just going to love it and I would just be dancing all the time. And I was at some point, but in the beginning, it was more so a shock for me, I think, because everyone else in this dance studio is just as good as you are. And so you're not only competing to be the best, but you're also competing for one of these 10 spots in this one piece that one of the professors is choreographing for. And I think for me, that's where that competitive nature was born. And I don't think I've ever liked the competitive nature of anything and so it already just kind of made me not want to be there in a sense but I did it anyway because I mean I love dance those feelings started to build and create like this negative image of myself like I would always talk down to myself and never truly give myself flowers for the times that I did do my absolute best. And for me, it was amazing, regardless of anyone else. And I believe during that time, I would seek outward validation from my professors because 
if I had their validation, then that meant I was doing amazing and it would reflect in my grades as well. Fast forward to graduating and moving back home, I get into pole dancing. I just happened to go to a dance studio and I took a pole class and it was amazing. Um, And to give you a little background, (laughs) I had some type of pole experience before going to the dance class in college but it was just me with a pole at home learning on YouTube and and back then I don't think pole was as mainstream as it is now so it wasn't that big it it wasn't that big on YouTube so going back to graduating and being in these pole classes I started to find dance fun again. Like it became the escape that it used to be. It became what I've always wanted it to be. Fun, beautiful, um, inspiring, um, expressive. It was everything I needed it to be at that time for myself. And so I stayed at this dance studio doing pole dancing for quite a while. And in between that, I did take a break um, because I moved. And during that break, man, like doing doing things that you love is so important because when I took a break from pole, I was working a job that brought me absolutely no joy. And so I fell into like this very depressive state and I gained all this weight and life just felt so unreal. It felt like I was just here, like going through the motions. And at some point I pulled myself out of it and tried to see life for what it truly was and that was what I made it to be. I believe that pole dancing has taught me so much about life and myself and it may sound crazy but I feel like in doing pole I realized that good things take time you know like that it's for me pole is for me pole has a way of creating a sense of patience um because it takes time for you to build like those muscles to do certain things and like something that may be easy to me may not be as easy for someone else but I believe in the many years that I've been training in pole dancing and not even just pole dancing, but modern, jazz, tap, hip hop, like freestyle, improvisation, 
all of those have brought me to where I am now. And it's a sense of knowing how to manipulate your body in such a way that you create exactly what it is that you want every single time. And I think this past year, I've really tapped into that part of me through having time to really truly listen to myself, like making time to sit alone, be alone in my own space, finally get in touch with who I am. That is one of the most important things you could learn and do for yourself is sit with yourself is so important and through that I I am able to showcase myself in, in such a way that it's seen exactly as I would want it to be and I mean it takes time and one thing that I've been doing is going to therapy and it is a game changer like for real I am telling you therapy has helped me in so many ways like communicating more clearly and effectively I've been learning how to create clear boundaries and enforce them because (laughs) y'all I am a reformed people pleaser in the making that has been one of my weaknesses for the longest I've also been creating better habits just for myself so that I feel happier which means a lot a lot of self-care such as journaling which I have come to love so much and just spending time with myself and that doesn't necessarily mean going out and spending money but just spending time with yourself such as going on long walks which I love to do. (laughs) And those are just a few ways that therapy is helping me actively work on healing. And I mean, therapy is a journey too. You got to find your person. I would be on my second therapist. The first one, I was with her for a year. And I just wasn't after that year, I just felt like the amount of progression I should have had, I didn't have. And that was a problem for me. I'm like, something needs to change. And so I had to let her go, sadly. And it was the best decision I could have made for myself because my new therapist, (laughs) she is top tier. I have grown so, so much Um, and using her as my therapist like it feels so natural to have these conversations with her about my life and I don't feel like I'm going to be judged in such a way that it makes me feel like I can't talk to her Um, and she's she gives me feedback in a way to where I'm pretty much leading myself to the answer I mean and outside of that she just has like very good feedback very good homework for me to do by myself 
and work on so that I can create the change that I want in myself. Um, And it's just been beautiful because I feel like I'm truly seeing myself for who I am and I am truly loving it. Therapy has also created a sense of peace in my mental so that I'm even able to create better, like making better dances and putting more effort into the things that I love doing because I want to be happy. Um, Therapy has really done that for me. And so, you know, I'm not pushing it on anyone to go, but if you're looking to make a change in your life, therapy might be a good place to start. And so, guys, I'm going to end the episode on that note. Thank you so much for listening to Based on a Feeling. Don't forget to comment and share this podcast with your friends and family. Until next time, with love, bye.